Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to market yourself online, find your tribe and grow a business doing the work you love on your terms. As a blogger, presenter and marketing mentor, I understand the ups and downs that come with putting ourselves out there and running our own show. This podcast is here to take you behind the scenes and share the strategies to help you succeed. So let's get into the show. At what point should you start your social media when you're launching a new business? Should you start posting before you officially launch your products or services? And if so, what on earth should you be sharing? In this episode, we answer those questions. Something that trips many small business owners up is how their social media equates to the launch of their business. And I often get asked if they should start posting to their platforms before their products or services are officially ready to start selling. Many tell me that they aren't ready to start their social media yet because they haven't officially launched their business. The truth is you can't afford to not start your social media before you launch your business. The issue is that some small business owners equate the moment that their website is finished and goes live into the world as the moment their business is launched and they expect an influx of inquiries and orders. But the trap that they fall into is not building an audience that cares about what they have to offer. In fact, one of my students from the Modern Marketing Collective, Tanya Harrison, who owns the online rattan furniture store, Raja Homewares, which is R-A-J-A Homewares, spoke about this in episode 19 of the show, Behind the Business with Tanya Harrison. So Tanya launched her online store, Raja Homewares, after months working on her branding and website, only to realize she missed a key ingredient, an audience. She quickly realized that having a website of products wasn't the answer to getting sales. So Tanya joined the collective and managed to grow a loyal and engaged customer base of 13,000 Instagram followers over the next 12 months. And more importantly, has consistent orders coming in and a sustainable and growing business. In fact, you can actually learn the strategy that Tanya and many of my other students are implementing for their social media. Just go to emilyosmond.com forward slash free to register for my free online Instagram strategy class. But today I want to look at what you can be sharing to your social media and how you approach it as you prepare to launch your business. Number one, introduce yourself. A lot of new business owners will share stock photos in order to have content when they are just starting out. And that's okay, maybe if they're woven in between your own photos. But my opinion, well, stock photos of sunsets or flat lays or plants, they don't evoke emotion or connection in your audience. And they certainly don't provide any insight into your business. I know a lot of new business owners share these types of images because they see other Instagram accounts doing so, but I'm here to tell you that stock photos aren't the answer to growing a business. So what's the alternative? Well, share the photos that are unique to your business. Introduce yourself and your team if you have one. Often I have messages from small business owners who say, I own a clothing store, so should I show myself on my social media or my audience are professionals, so should I still share a photo of me? 
every time my answer is yes. And you don't need to wait for professional photos. So don't let this stop you. Just take a selfie or ask a friend to take a photo of you, brighten it up a bit and get it out there. In your caption, then I want you to tell people your name, what you've been doing up until deciding to create your new business, where this idea came from, why it matters to you and what your audience can expect. And you'll find that you'll start building customer loyalty by actually showing the people and telling the story behind your business. And this is just one of your advantages of being a small business owner. Number two, share behind the scenes. Every small business owner's advantage is the candid images that that business can share, the office space, the studio, the kitchen table, the garage full of stock. So don't think that just because your day-to-day of setting up your business doesn't fit into that polished or corporate style that you think you need, that it won't be of interest to your audience or worse, that it shouldn't be shown. As humans, we love to have a glimpse into other people's worlds. So take your audience on the journey with you. Your first arrival of stock or testing out packaging options or kitting out your home office. I remember actually several years ago when I was employed at a tourism organization and I was managing their social media and we saw a local business's new Instagram account pop up. It was a beautiful perfume store. The doors hadn't yet opened and we couldn't buy from there yet, but my colleagues and I, we were so intrigued and excited by the snippets that we were seeing about this new business. And we were taken on that journey of seeing their store being transformed from its previous interiors to its new fit out. And we saw the new perfumes arriving and the store taking shape. We had actually marked the open day into our diaries and on the day that this boutique opened up its doors to the public for the first time, you guessed it, my colleagues and I were straight down there to see what it was all about. So share behind the scenes and start building that interest. Number three, ask for input. The power of starting your social media before you are officially ready for business is that you can seek input from your audience and also avoid some pretty costly mistakes. You can learn about your audience and what they respond to from the content that you share and understand the questions that they have about your products or services, along with preventing any oversights that you might have otherwise missed. Your customers are your greatest teachers about your offers. So you want to get them in front of your audience as early as possible. So here's some ideas. You can use Instagram stories poll sticker and ask your audience to vote between different options. You can use Instagram stories question sticker and run a Q&A with your audience, either you asking them questions or asking them to ask you questions. You can also check the post level insights across your different platforms of each of your posts and understand the popularity of the different things that you are sharing that can help inform your decisions around what you actually bring to the table to sell. You can also share a carousel post and ask your audience to vote on their favorite option. And you can also connect with your audience in social media direct messages to learn more about them, to ask them about their challenges and what their desires are surrounding what you have to offer. I actually recommend that you take this a step further and reach out to some of your followers or your ideal customers and ask if they'll jump on the phone with you. Listen to them, ask them questions. 
This is really invaluable for getting insights into what your customers actually want. And this also helps to take the bias out of your decisions. Before I launch my newest program, which is called Scalable, and it's where I teach my students how to create, launch, and then importantly, actually grow their online program to have recurring revenue each month. I spent time on the phone with several of the lovely ladies who expressed interest in the program to learn more about them, to learn more about what their challenges were, their fears, their desires about taking their business online. And this meant I could actually create an offering that was specifically tailored and created to their needs. And it wasn't just what I guessed that they might want. And this leads to number four, building your list. This is a super powerful strategy for every business owner. And this is about building your list. And this could be a list of people that are pre-ordering your products or a wait list for your new service offering or a VIP list for the launch event for your business. The common thread here is that this list is put simply a group of people who want to invest in what you have to offer. And you can start building this one right now. You can go old school and simply ask people to send send you their email address or take it up a notch and share the link to your email marketing signup page on your social media. These people are your VIPs who get first access to your business offers, which means that when you officially launch, you actually have eager customers wanting to buy from you. And you can contact them directly to invite them to buy, which is invaluable when it comes to a successful launch. I use this strategy in my own business when I'm launching something new. I build an interest list or a wait list before I launch something. And this helps me test out my hypothesis that an idea I have actually has legs by putting it out there, understanding questions my audience has. And things that I'm not being clear enough about or elements that I hadn't actually considered. And this means that when I go to actually sell my new offering, I have a list of people who've expressed their interest in buying it. And this helps mitigate that risk of spending months or weeks on creating something that no one actually wants. For instance, I'm not entirely sure right now if my business retreat this year can go ahead with all that's happening in the world. But since the day that tickets closed to my retreat in 2019, I started taking a wait list of people who want to attend this year's event. And I have more than enough people than tickets I actually have available to attend. So you can imagine what that feels like to actually know that there's that amount of interest before I even put tickets on sale. So there you have it. There's four tips for starting your social media and why it actually matters that you do this before you launch your business. Your aim here isn't perfection. It's to start with what you have and build from there. And it's okay if it's a little bit messy or it feels awkward or you're not completely sure. Done is better than perfect and clarity comes from action. So get going today. Thank you for listening to The Emily Osmond Show, brought to you by my Instagram freebies, which you'll find at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave me a review, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media, and tag me at Emily Osmond so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember, connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.